Welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live just outside of Seattle. And of course, Jen and Benny are in the studio in Bellevue uh, and I'm at home uh, so I don't have to get in the car and drive in the traffic um, and just put on my slippers and skip on down to the studio. We appreciate it. You're basically just reducing your carbon footprint, which is a good thing for this mother, is right? True. I mean, this perfect, is very right? true. Yeah. Get right? a few more naps in, you know. Well, and, hey, 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 yeah, you're, you're putting in naps. <laughs> that's not fair. Like that's totally yeah. not fair. <laughs> Yeah, get it, getting a little bit more beauty rest, you know. Oh, like <laughs> like you need it. So we're taking calls. We and of course, just, you know, I'm back to teaching in person. Mm-hmm. I already did a Reiki workshop a few weeks ago. It was amazing. I loved it. Of course, the venue helped because it's, it was amazing. I'm teaching at the St. Edwards Park at the Lodge these days. It's in a state park. You know, it's it's incredible. So, and of course I have another class coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend beyond the, well, not, not that one, excuse me. <laughs> Just looking at my list here, but it is this beautiful um, class where you fall in love with yourself, you know, where you um, dive into the wonderful dimensions of self-worth and self-love. It's a, a very beautiful class. It's Saturday and Sunday. You can go to energyintuitive.com, click on the course page and mm-hmm. sign up. We have some spots left. Lunch will be amazing. You can go hiking before and after class in the beautiful forest uh, surrounding the lodge. And self-love is all too important. I mean, if you if you have issues with that, we need to work on that. That's why we're here. That's why Marie's here, to work on that, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it is actually, it's a muscle that you're building mm-hmm. um, because we know how to love others. Most people do anyway. Like even Charles, you guys can't see him, but he just <laughs> brought in, he had this kind of cute plush dog Aww. that he loves, you know? And you, so when you love something, you have to love it every day and you do every day yeah. when you love something. So you have to work on feeling comfortable with that experience with yourself and activating that muscle and working on it and allowing it to be a part of your daily experience. Yeah. I believe uh, when we had Dr. Karen Crawford on last week, uh, Charles did the same thing. I think he brought in his toy to show it off a little bit to his uh, Yeah, so friend. cute. Yeah. You know, and Karen sends him toys too, by the way. Oh, like well, She that's puts why. them in the mail and sends it, which is adorable. Yeah. He's like, check it out. This is what I got today. I would, I would actually say I have a ton of dog toys. I'm about to go give some to one of the... Um, shelters because people send me toys Aww. for charles all the time sweet yeah it's very adorable pay yeah. it forward okay yes yes okay so yep we are we're taking calls mm-hmm. this morning we are who do we have uh, we'll start things off with uh, sarah who's calling in from the kent area local gal hi sarah hi hey good morning, good morning. hey thanks for um hey so i wanted to talk to you about i've talked to you once before it was very insightful um, oh good i'm so glad a friend that knows you so well and can bottom line you he's calling about my partnership i've got a partnership with a lovely man and he um the challenge seems to be the um am i not reading him correctly you know he, he wants things to be a certain way and 
and this and that. And I, I don't want to go into all of that, but I just come to the conclusion after we've been together for a couple of years, I'm like, okay, is this more of a bipolar situation I'm looking at, the highs and the lows? Yeah. And I'm just kind of trying to get some insight on that. Right. I, I don't think it's bipolar, but you do have an expectation on how you want your partner to be. You know what I mean? Yes. And he's he's not checking off some of the boxes. Like he's checking off some of the, the important boxes. Like he's kind, um, at least most of the time. <laughs> he's kind. <laughs> but you want you want him to be more conscious and aware. And I just don't think that's a desire he has. And, and so that's really the place you need to look at if, if, you know, you're, you're choosing to be with someone who's not as conscious as you are. And, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. People can have beautiful relationships with different levels of consciousness within certain parameters, like young souls and old souls do not do well in long-term partnership. It's not recommended actually, but so can you be okay with him not being as aware as you? Like, what are the things, what do you want in a relationship exactly? What would be the greatest desire you would have in partnership? The, you know, feeling of that we can each, you be you, I be me, and diversity. I mean, that's really interesting that you say that, but I don't think that's exactly what you want. Uh, you you want someone to be on the same page as you and I mean I love diversity too like I love diversity but and I think that you actually want someone who thinks the same way that you do in most respects I mean you want that unique uh, perspective but you want someone who has had similar experiences than you and he doesn't fit that bill I'm not saying don't be with him. I'm just saying in order for you to be content and happy in this relationship, you honestly will have to let him be who he is. You want him to be something different than who he is. And Isn't I don't think he's going to. I was reading him that way. I, I was reading him the opposite. Like he wants me to be that. It's really enlightening that you're telling me that I'm wanting that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like that the, when you say old soul, new soul, is that I have an old soul? He's new? Is it we both? Or I think you're an older soul. I think he's a medium soul, like he's not a young soul. Um, so, so that's not a bad combination, honestly, but you, you guys don't see the world the same way. And, no. and that's actually critical and important for you. Like in my life, I don't really care what my friends do for a living because I know that I'm picking like-minded people. That means they're happy, they're fulfilled, they're in joy. Uh, so I don't really care what they do for a living um, because they're in alignment with what I think is important, which is vibration, happiness. And you guys are not in aligned in the same frequency. It doesn't mean you can't have, because you are in some ways, like, like your values are similar. Uh, so you, if you can let go of it and just have some fun, you could potentially allow this relationship to be long-term. That makes a lot of sense. And what you've said about the happy, fulfilled, joy, I think that's where we differ. Right. That's and a problem. That, yeah. I, I personally can't have relationships with people who are not fulfilled. 
and, and not everyone's fulfilled in every area of their life, but it needs to be significant, right? Significant. And because I'm significantly fulfilled. And then if I have to sit down and listen to people complain or be unhappy about their life, I'm bored out of my mind. <laughs> Boo. You just, you just <laughs> yeah. Feeling. Okay. So is that making sense what I'm saying? It, it makes perfect sense. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, Thank great. You. All right. Well, have a lovely day. You're All welcome. Right, friend. Thank you. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah, for joining us from the Kent area. And we'll uh, now take Kyle, who's calling in from Northern California. Hi, Kyle. Welcome to the show. Uh, hi, guys. Hi, Marie. How are you? Hi. I'm um, lovely. How are you? I am doing pretty darn good. Yeah. Um, appreciate Yay. you on the show. Um, I have a couple of questions for you. Um, let me just start out with a little bit of background. I was in a major car accident earlier in the year. I sustained multiple injuries, including concussion and eye embolisms caused by damage Ooh. to my carotid artery. Wow. Um, so sorry. Cardiologist also, yeah, it was um, a little rough, but um, I'm getting through it. Um, cardiologist also discovered um, my heart is skipping beats due to the trauma. Mm -hmm. And um, my two questions are, one is medical. Um, she prescribed a statin as a preventative mm -hmm. against future, future embolisms and I have a cholesterol, a total cholesterol of 219, and I'm uh, around 60 years of age. Um, uh -huh. But I wasn't able to tolerate the statins. So now they're looking to prescribe something else for me. And I'm right. already doing fish oil and um, a baby aspirin prescribed by her every other day. And um, well, well, you live in California, right? Is I that do. what you said? Yes, Northern. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, so I think you need to find a natural path because naturopaths can prescribe all of those medications too. And they understand the reason why I'm not a fan of statins, unless th those are the only drugs that work. And thankfully for you, you actually have a little bit of a, a side effect to it is because statins actually play with our brains and, and at least the ones, the majority of the ones that have been already created. I don't think, and I don't think they do it in a healthy way. So there are other drugs that you can take, but I would prefer that you see a natural path or at least get their consultation on it. Um, they might agree with your MD about the drug that they even recommend, but naturopathic doctors, really good ones, and they're licensed in your state. And I'm sure you can find someone that a lot of people recommend. Um, they're just going to look at your whole uh, ecosystem and your body in, in a very profound way. But you know what happened? Because um, when you talked about the car accident, I don't know if you were driving or somebody else was driving, but what happened and what's creating some of these cardiac pulses that are challenging is you actually had it's an emotional thing actually a broken heart from this thing like this broke your heart you know what i mean emotionally yeah i i feel like this happened for a reason i feel like um it's well yeah i think everything happens for reasons everything yeah. happens for a reason but but so you're missing this emotional component like like something happened that whether you felt like if you didn't cause the accident or even if you did, somehow there's a betrayal energy. There's something even probably past life or even perhaps there was an accident in your family in this lifetime that's evoked some sort of trauma, some sort of betrayal. And that's what we need to heal so we can get your heart to do. And it's you're improving, you're getting better, you know, all of that. But so we can get your heart not skipping some beats. Yeah, I, I feel like the, the accident, actually, um, I was in a pretty high-stress job. And, mm. um, you know, as most women, putting 150% into it. 
Um, you mean empathic old soul women? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Go ahead. And I feel like um, this is going to open up a new pathway to me. And that was actually my second question is. I know, but you're, um, but you're not listening to me. So, I mean, you are, but you're not, you know, I, I don't mean any disrespect when I say this, that means that we're on the right track. When I hit people's resistance, I know it's just another validation that we're on the right track. I want you to even Google broken heart syndrome. It's actually okay. something that's documented in medical science. Your doctors would not agree with me on this. This is an energetic thing that's created a, an interesting energy in your cardiac muscle. So um, what we need to do, what I, I would love for you to do is to kind of look at this event and see if there's some sort of heartbreaking moment regarding it. Because if you can self-nurture yourself and it's not about you know, reducing your hours at work or changing your career. That's all lovely, but there's some interesting trauma that's past life or, for, or and also maybe from early childhood, if, if there was an incident in your family that is around car accidents. Mm, okay. Mm, and, and if, and if you never discover it, that's fine too. Like we don't always have to have cardinal knowledge of everything, but I would love for you to come to some place where you have some internal dialogue with yourself, where you trust yourself. And because betrayal energies, which is a fourth chakra, heart chakra experience, you could have been betrayed many times in this lifetime, perhaps. And, and somehow the car accident created another betrayal, like if someone wasn't driving correctly or something of that nature. When we break betrayal patterns, we actually start to trust ourselves more. And that's really what your soul wants. And that's probably why you're excited about your future because you're getting clarity about, oh, I don't want this, you know, high paced lifestyle. I want a more of a relaxed lifestyle, but we need to work on the betrayal piece. I'm working on it right now and unraveling it, but if you could get curious about it, that would be lovely. Yeah, it was, it was a hit from behind accident. And I was, you know, I kept thinking, they're probably on their phone, darn it, you know? <laughs> but, um, right. And have you had betrayals, uh, you know, in different ways in your life? Oh, yes. Um, my yeah. childhood was complete with that. Yes, that was my, that yeah. was one word to sum up my, my, my childhood. Right. So that's the thing I want, I would love for you to work on, maybe even do some inner child work. Could be lovely, you know, with a, uh, a therapist who believes in energy and consciousness or a coach. We, we have people on our website that we recommend. And um, I love Stephanie Mulberg. I think she's an incredible, um, she does great work with individuals. She's really uh, intuitive as well. So, because that's what the universe is trying to get your attention about so that you can heal this and start trusting yourself, which you are starting to do, but trust yourself even more because all actions of betrayal are, there to help us to not trust other people and to trust ourselves, but not from a fearful place like, oh, I can never trust anyone again, but from a such a grounded, beautiful place that you trust your instincts and your intuition in multiple areas of your life. Got it. Okay. Thank you okay. so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Have right. a beautiful day. Yeah. Bye thanks. Bye. Thanks, Kyle, for joining the show from Northern California. And we'll take uh, looks like uh, Ellen, who's calling in from Savannah, Georgia. Hi, Ellen. Welcome to the show. Hi, Marie. Hi, Vinny. How Hi. are you doing? We're great, Ellen. What can I do for you? Uh, 
Um, so I am 38 and a half weeks pregnant. Ooh, congratulations. Thank you. And just in that final phase of waiting for the baby girl. I I can, I can actually see one of my daughters right now in my head. Who's not pregnant. As far as I know, nobody's pregnant right now. (laughs) And I keep telling them five grandchildren is enough. If nobody wants to have any more kids, Mimi's on board, you know, (laughs) Mimi's on board, but they've already are threatening to have more children. So, uh, you know, I I have to get. Tenth what? Grandchild. This is my father's tenth grandchild. So. <laughs> okay, so I feel your your grandfather or your dad. Yeah, wow. I feel it. Yeah. So, so I I can feel you though because I'm seeing one of my kids who's kind of petite and her babies are kind of big, and so mm. it's a lot. Like right now, you're carrying a, a, a very large load. Yeah. So I hope that you're yeah. resting and got your legs yeah. up and someone's massaging your back and you know all of those things. Yes. Definitely. This has been the rest, the rest week. Um, so, so I so what had can I, a question. Yeah. So um, I, ooh, I'm getting so nervous. I get nervous when I call. <laughs> okay. Um, so I was just wondering if there's any messages. Most of my elders, like past my parents, I, I didn't know in life. And oh. I had my mom for the first 19 years. Oh. And I just felt their energy so much during this process, especially my mother and her mother, yeah. and now even a little bit more my father's mother, who I hadn't really felt before. And well, yeah, you, I'm just wondering. Well, you know, you know what your mom told me because what a lot of people don't know is that when family members are on the other side, especially close, like a grandparent to the baby that's going to be born, you know, but it could be aunts or uncles. It can be even uh, great grandparents, but it's usually the closer you are to the inner circle. If you were still in your body, uh, the soul that's on the other side greets everybody and gets to meet them before they enter your womb. And then, and your mother said she won this one of the beings on the other side actually carries the baby to your womb um, right around conception, you know, carries that energy there. Uh, so they've been having a lot of fun up there in heaven, hanging out and, you know, uh, spending time with your child. And a lot of times the being doesn't enter the womb. Like, like they can, there's kind of like a two process carrying where they're moving energy over for the conception, but then the soul sometimes doesn't enter the womb until, you know, before birth, like right around now, um, because souls don't always want to hang out in the womb. You know, they'd rather be in the heavens having more fun before they dive into uh, uh, a uterus. Yeah, I could (laughs) see that. This is why you're feeling all of this because they're having so much fun and your baby's going to have a Buddha energy to it. You're very lucky. Um, That means that it's going to have some chill moments. uh, Yeah. Like, and it's going to be very wise. Take a lot of notes. Okay. Like when your child becomes verbal, or, or maybe you'll have even mental telepathic conferences with your child. Take some notes because it will be super fun and enlightening. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, th- so this is why you're have- feeling everyone because they're having so much fun right now. <laughs> do they have any messages about just like being a parent or? You're going to do a great job. Okay. Yeah. It's easy peasy for you. And, and, and I think parenting is like the hardest job on the planet personally, <laughs> just because really good parents work really hard at being good parents. Right. So it's yeah. a lot of work, 
but, but it's, but you will have a strong intuitive uh, process with it and you'll do great. Mm, Thank you. You're welcome. Congratulations. We wish you you a a delicious, delicious delivery. Oh, thank you so much. Have a great day. You're welcome. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thanks, Thanks, Ellen, for joining the show from Savannah, Georgia. And uh, we'll take a break uh, for the first first break of the hour, I should say, with Marie Manucheri. And we'll be right back with more from Marie. Join me, Marie Manucheri, for a two-day in-person workshop about self-love. Allow yourself to take a deep dive into the essence of self-love. Self-love is the highest energy one can embrace while living in a physical reality, like Earth. Its vibration, once held within your human energy system, can radically change your world for the better. Self-love is an experience, not a thought. Its existence in your body, energy system, and spirit will attract incredible outcomes by naturally upgrading every area of your human experience. Join me Saturday, October 28th and Sunday, October 29th for this beautiful two-day in-person workshop. Lunch is included. It's at the Lodge at St. Edward's Park, just outside of Seattle in Kenmore, Washington. To learn more, go to energyintuitive.com. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. One more comment regarding our last caller. Um, Your mom will be in the delivery room, poaching the baby out of your womb. Uh, She loved that I said delicious because she, to her, this is going to be a delicious experience, you know, something very beautiful. And um, she's excited for you. Yeah, it's really lovely. Perfect. So who do who do we have next on our call list? Yeah, we'll take Claire, who's calling in from the Michigan area. So hi, Claire. Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for taking my call. Um, yes, what can I do for you? So um, so I have a couple questions. If we have time, that would be great. My Probably is- not both, but let's <laughs> let's just try to get to one. We usually have a lot of people waiting, right? Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so then I'll ask my question about, I was wondering if you could give me any suggestions about work. I've moved recently and I'm looking for a job and I want to tap into more of something that brings me joy. And um, so I was, I, I love everything. I love the last couple callers. It's uh, what you do and what you share. I just love it. So thank you. You're Um, very, very welcome. So, so first of all, I love that you're not employed right now uh, so that you can be more mindful about what you would want to do in the world. And that's exciting. Yes, it needs to be joyful. I think you need to spend like a weekend discovering uh, things that make you happy and, and do your very best not to get into your logical mind going, oh, well, I could never do that for a living. And well, that'll never work out. Like, that, that's kind of what derails people and truly discovering their magnificence and creating a career from it is that they, they let their logical mind tell them that that will never happen. I had a lot of people tell me that uh, before I left the hospital, but obviously they were all wrong. And I followed my own guidance system and was able to create something that brings me joy. And that can happen for everyone. Like that's actually normal. What is abnormal is when people continue to spend time in careers, you know, eight hours a day where they're not happy or fulfilled or enjoying themselves. That that's not normal, but humanity has a backward perspective about that. Cause I only think about the finances and 
our relationship with wealth is very different than our relationship to our work. They're separate processes. If you can allow yourself to have a beautiful relationship with wealth, you will be directed to allow wealth to come into your life, whether it's for, from work or from other ways. And it'll be much easier um, to have the financial reward. So if you could think about the things that bring you joy and start to investigate them, the fact that you love the multisensory world, I would consider looking into that in terms of a potential career path. Okay. Um, okay. And do you, other, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're being very sweet. Thank yeah. you. You're being very, very sweet. And keep me posted. Like call me back in like four months. Let's see where you are. Okay. Okay. Thank you very okay. much. Okay, you're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Yeah, thanks, Claire, for just, joining. I want to yeah. let everybody know I have a brand new class coming up on the Shift Network, multisensory mediumship. Uh, it's going to be beautiful where you can confidently communicate with loved ones and guides from the other side to heal and enhance your life. It's going to be really, really, really gorgeous. And you're going to love it. It's a seven-week live video course um, offered by the Shift Network. It's Tuesdays at 5 p.m. starting November 7th. So go to my course tab. You can sign up for it and um, be a part of this really amazing and incredible, incredible um, course. I think you're going to love it. Yeah. All right. Yep. Sweet. Uh, Kristen from Arizona. Welcome to the show. Hi, you guys. How are you? Good. Lovely. Thank you. What can I do for you? When I get when I get through, I feel like it's meant to be. Yay. (laughs) Yay. So what can I do for you? Um, okay, so, you know, I've had a lot of changes in my life. I have a few specific questions, but I kind of want a general medium reading hmm. for where I'm at now and who wants hmm. to talk to me, et cetera. I hope you can help me. Okay. Uh, is your dad still living? Yes. Okay. Do you have an uncle that's on the other side then? Like, one, does he have yep. a brother that's on the other side? Uh, no. Hmm. Do you have a a friend that was like an uncle for you? An older person that was like an uncle for you? No, not that I can recall at the moment. Hmm. Uh, Uncle. Hmm. Nope. Let's see. So when I think of uncles, and and as an intuitive, it's going to relate to your own perception of that relationship. So... I didn't have close relationships with my uncles, but I saw them occasionally, very occasionally. But when I did, I was kind of in awe of them. Like, you know, like here was this older man in my life that could offer advice. I didn't really like any of their advice, quite frankly, but I love that they felt inspired to give me advice. Like they cared to give me advice. They just weren't very conscious. So is there somebody like that who's crossed over? Um. Not in an uncle form. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, it when my husband crossed over. Oh, interesting. Did he try to give you a lot of advice that you didn't appreciate? No. Okay. No, I really appreciated it. <laughs> okay. So you like you liked his advice? <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so then I'm not picking up on your husband. Clearly, okay. I'm not. Uh, did you, did you have a grandfather that was like an uncle, you know, a conversation like that, that what I just described? No. Mm-mm. Okay. All right. So, because you really want to talk to your husband, don't you? Well, always. 
I'm trying to work so, on it myself, but haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> well, actually, right. there are some things, specific things. I wonder if he'll tell you because it's really cool. That well, he actually, he's trying to create a little separation between you and him because Why? you've become you're becoming so dependent. You know what I mean? Like, like which is understandable. Like he's not he's not abandoning you. He's not running away from you. Nothing like that. But he he's not really your husband anymore. Yeah right like he's not in physical form you're you're not in that union any longer mm -hmm. and you're not really allowing yourself to live your life because you keep living it with him you know what i mean interesting hmm. and and what i heard and wh whoever it came from i assumed it was from this uncle kind of energy that you don't want to hear about <laughs> um no, is that you have to have well, and I'm and because you want your husband, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Um, it's just that you have to get off the pot. Like you really need to be living your own life for you. Uh, and, and it's not about like you never will have this connection to, you know, the person that you've loved for such a long period of time. It's not that. It's just that you, it's almost like you live in different countries. You're speaking different languages. You live on different vibrational aspects. He can be super helpful for you, but you actually have to be putting more energy into your life. And I know that you're working on it, um, but it's almost like you're waiting for him to give you approval or something of that nature when he's in a completely different vibrational system than you at, at this time. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Okay. I mean, it about? makes sense, but I, I feel like I'll tell him, hey, I'm going to put a little bit of separation or, hey, I'm going to do this. But let's talk, converse. We still have a child. <laughs> race, that's, not the, you know? <laughs> that's not the same thing. Like, it's uh -huh. like, you know, well, because you're still asking but, for a connection. And, and you can have a connection. Yes. But when people, and this is a hard thing because humans don't talk about death. We don't discuss it. We don't have healthy relationships about it. So we're not really prepared for it. And it can happen at any moment. Like if only we would teach everyone that versus thinking that everyone's going to live to their 90 yes, and right. die in their sleep. You know, that's what everybody right. thinks is going to happen. Uh, and then we're shocked, you know, and we don't yeah. know how to move on um, necessarily. And he's not telling you, you have to move on, but he just, he, he wants, he's doing some exploring on the other side. And you keep yeah, calling him back. No, huh? I said you keep calling him back. You know, he, and he's he he's just deciding to create a little bit of separation. He will always be there whenever you really really need him, um, and there will be a part of his spirit that will be with you forever and constantly. But he he wants you to start having a little bit more fun on Earth. <laughs> So moving forward, what's that look like? <laughs> right. That's something you're going to have to discover because he's not yeah. on earth to participate in that. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you can help me with, with as far as my daughter and schooling? Like anything you pick up for helping her choose? Oh, how old is she? 17. Oh, for college, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think she needs to choose what makes her happy, what brings her joy. Yeah. You know how it is at this stage, it's hard for them to know what would actually work for them at that yeah. point. And it's true. She does. She is picking uh, the right. I think she's going to do great. And I think you need to stop worrying. She's going to be fine. Yeah. That's what I think. Okay. Yeah.
Okay. <laughs> All right. Have a beautiful day. Have a wonderful day and have fun on earth. Yeah. Thanks, Kirsten, for joining us from Arizona. We'll take now Lisa calling in from Springfield, Oregon. Hi, Lisa. Oh, fun. Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Sure. Of course. What can I do for you? Yeah. Um, I've been having some health issues, so I was wondering what you could tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when I scan your body, your third chakra is pulled in, you know, so it's not on the surface. It, the vortex actually goes, it, it, the round part, the large part of the cone it should be circulating kind of on the surface of your skin or just kind of underneath the dermis. And then the cone will extend, you know, like three or four inches within the body. Um, but yours is concaved and it's not spinning very well. Uh, so this is, this particular chakra governs your immune system, um, it governs okay. the liver, pancreas, gallbladder, spleen, stomach, small intestines, the lymphatic system, and all of your hormones. But most importantly about this chakra is its emotional component. And this chakra is about self-love. So when people actively love themselves, that is one sure way to enhance their immune system. How are you on the self-love journey? Oh gosh. Yes, definitely working on it. Okay. And so what does that look like for you? How do you that move looks a, like yeah. um meditating um and um bringing in um love and um and I think what I am doing is maybe giving love and um, learn, I need to learn to receive. Yes, right. So, so receiving is a form of love, right? Mm -hmm. um, so what I would recommend, I mean, meditation is lovely. It's, I consider that more self-care versus yes. self-love. Um, so one of the ways that a person can actively engage in self-love is to have a lot of positive internal dialogue throughout the day that's compassionate and adoring to oneself. Okay. Okay. All day long. Like, honey, I love you. You're amazing. I'm so proud of you. Good job. <laughs> right. I'm All day long. Repeating that. Okay. Yeah. And, and anything else that feels endearing to you about yourself. And, and when you think you've done something wrong, that could be a perfect moment to be extremely loving, extremely okay. loving. Okay. Yes. And I'm okay. about to head off to get a, um, a minor surgery here in a few minutes hmm. heading over. Oh. Um, does that seem like the right um, path? The, well, it's the minor, path. so I, I appreciate that. I think a yes. minor surgery, right? Um, yes. I, I like the medical staff. I think they do. They are very good at their jobs, and they take it very seriously, which I value and appreciate. I'm not sure you need the procedure. I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think it's a, a wrong move. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Does that all make sense, okay. what I just said? It does. It does because um, it's a, a port placement. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, well, yeah. And I'm sending you, uh, I love ports actually. They were one of my favorites <laughs> when uh, I was a nurse. I just love them. Yes. So, yeah, so that's in, so, so you're getting ready to get some medication put into your body that's stronger. Yes, and that's why they want to have something that will not affect your veins that may not handle the medication or the frequency of the medication. So you're getting yes. a, 
apparatus to be placed in there. Uh, mm -hmm. So your diagnosis, was it early or medium or late? Uh, that's hard to say. It's, um, it's a rare autoimmune issue mm -hmm. that affects the um, motor nerves. Okay. So are you thinking of getting um, autoimmune medication through yes, this port? Um, okay. Immune globulin. Right. So how long have you had the disease process? Um, it's diagnosed for about seven months but probably okay. started much earlier. Okay, so the so that particular medication is going to repress your immune system. So modern medicine, and, and, and some people actually do great when their immune system is repressed. Uh, but mm -hmm. what we're learning in modern medicine is starting on this track, um, they're learning that we want to enhance the immune system, not repress yes. it. So now I know why I'm like, I'm not sure you need this procedure. So, yeah. so do you have a naturopath, a naturopathic physician? I do not. I have an acupuncturist. Um, mm -hmm. and... So it would be great for you to get a naturopathic doctor, or at least somebody to consult with you, even before you get your first dosage of the, um, um, the immune therapy drug. Because uh, I think it's critical and really important to have a bigger picture. Like, I love modern medicine. And when people need certain drugs, they need certain drugs. But you're still kind of on the fence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I would love it before you get your first dosage that you consult with a naturopathic doctor and see what they have to offer. And maybe try some of those things first before right. repressing the immune system um, right. happens. Okay. How do you how do you feel about that? Um, I I feel fine about it. I need to find. I had one a while yeah. back, but she does not take my insurance, so I'll be finding a new one. I've also yeah. been um, consulting with another nurse that um, does a similar practice. Um, okay, great. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. So you can have the port in, but maybe not use it right away. You know, if you want to, right? It's your decision, and there are other ways to help the immune system move in a different direction potentially yeah okay and fall sure. in love with yourself yeah because it affects like the immune system yeah okay all right thank you so much okay i'll be sending you lots of love yeah thanks lisa for joining us and uh good luck with today's uh things going on we'll take a uh, second break of the hour we'll be right back with more from marie join me marie Manucherry, for a two-day in-person workshop about self-love. Allow yourself to take a deep dive into the essence of self-love. Self-love is the highest energy one can embrace while living in a physical reality like Earth. Its vibration, once held within your human energy system, can radically change your world for the better. Self-love is an experience, not a thought. Its existence in your body, energy system, and spirit will attract incredible outcomes by naturally upgrading every area of your human experience. Join me Saturday, October 28th and Sunday, October 29th for this beautiful two-day in-person workshop. Lunch is included. It's at the Lodge at St. Edward's Park, just outside of Seattle in Kenmore, Washington. To learn more, go to energyintuitive.com.
Welcome back to the Brain Man Cherry Show. We're live here just outside of Seattle and we're taking calls. Also, I just told you about my next shift class. I'm very excited. Um, this will be my first class this year with the Shift Network. It's multi-sensory mediumship, confidently communicate with loved ones and guides from the other side to heal and enhance your life. Because people on the other side only come to visit you to help you. That's the only reason why they come. I mean, they love you. And, and if, of course, they will come to weddings and births and all of those things. But when they come to have a connection with you, it's because they want to be of assistance. People who've crossed over don't need our help. They have incredible awareness, amazing consciousness. Their soul advances as their energy is leaving Earth. Humanity is a lower vibrational reality, and we do need their help. Um, also, there is Beyond the Veil Summit which is an online free event hosted by the Shift Network. It's October 30th, the day before Halloween. Very exciting. October 30th through November 3rd. Uh, it's free. Um, you can um, check out uh, my session. It's death is an exhilarating experience. Visit the course tab of energyintuitive.com for more information to register for that event. It's free. You will love it. It's really fun. Perfect. We will now take Kathy, who's calling in from Arizona. Hi, Kathy. Welcome to the show. Hello. Nice to talk to you from sunny Arizona. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Kathy, what can I do for you? Well, um, I need some, it's funny that you're talking about uh, mediumship and how I should take a class, but um, <laughs> I, I would just like to hear from my spirit guides and give me some direction on mm -hmm. how to just, if they have anything to t ask me. Or tell me that. Well, well, spirit guides communicate with humans all day long, all day long. They're always giving direction, but most of humanity doesn't know how to quiet their mind and get into a place to receive the information. What I'm being shown, your guides are, I'm highly visual. So they're showing me that they're asking you to turn left and you just want to go straight but they've got this whole pathway open for you or you have this pathway, they're directing you to this amazing pathway on the left-hand side, but you just wanna stay straight and, and you're determined, like you're kind of stubborn about it. Um, it. It's kind of like, do you take the freeway or the back roads? They want you to take the back roads, which of course are my favorite. I love back roads. And so does one of my grandchildren, which is really adorable. She goes, take the back roads to her mom. Like Mimi does. Why are we on the highway? But you love the highway. You, you like the clarity, the speed, you know, like, oh, I, I know where the exits are. I can go to the bathroom, get a snack. And we're talking about your life here, but they want you to go to the left. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, you know, and I just broke my left wrist. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> I know. They're trying to get my attention. I know it. I, 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 yeah. I do. And, you know, and I, I took one of your classes, and I had an eternal talk to me. And he was talking about the white light uh, energy bodies. And yeah. so then I went into one of your hypnosis, and I thought I was going to go insane. And it scared me to death. And I've been trying to talk myself down out of that, but mm. for some reason I can't get back into that group because when I ride my bike and stuff and going down the hill as fast as I can. Um, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Is that how you broke your wrist too? No, pickleball. Oh, oh pickleball. Oh, dang. Yeah, yeah, I love pickleball. Well, no, it's okay. because the, the, it was because it wasn't big. The court wasn't big enough. Anyway, oh. um, and I was running and I was like oops 
no. That's okay. So, so wrists are about, um, especially the left one, but wrists and ankles, when you break them or you have injuries with them and them, it's about not allowing the universe to help you. And the left-hand side is the receptive side. So you're absolutely right. The universe is trying to talk to you. So you said you got scared. Could you explain a little bit more to me? Okay. Um, what started happening, I, I believe, because I was in hip, the hypnosis that you did in your first yeah. class. So, so people don't know that whenever I teach a class, I create hypnosis, self-hypnosis for people so that they can go deeper into the course and actually have more transformational experiences. I do one for every class I teach, even the ones for the shift network. Uh, so go ahead now. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, when I was in it, all of a sudden I got this anxiety attack. Like I mm -hmm. felt I could run down the street naked and just scream and yell. But and I thought, Oh God, if I did that, everybody think I'm nuts. Well, obviously, but, uh, but I pictured myself still in the, in the hypnosis, just sitting and nobody, if anybody walked in on me, they would have never known how terrified I was inside. And, right. And so you're, just, you're afraid of freedom. You're so so fear is an illusion. It's not real. And, and that means you got into your brain and you're starting to have, you have a lot of resistance to your magnificence because everything you just described isn't even scary or terrifying to the majority of other people. You know, and I'm not saying that your experience about it is wrong. I'm just saying that nothing terrible happened. What I would prefer no. that you do is maybe go back and do some more hypnosis if you want to. But when that yeah, happens and you start to feel afraid by exposing yourself and becoming more intimate with the world, that you have some inner dialogue, like everything's okay. I'm perfectly safe. This is fine. It did, nothing... take, it did take me a long time to calm myself down. Yeah. And I thought, oh, but that's, God, what... but that's, that's not a bad thing. That just shows how much resistance you have to your magnificence, that you're terrified of, of. So people are not afraid of the things that they think they are. People are afraid of their power and their magnificence. And, and when you see yourself naked running and having fun, that means that you are allowing yourself to be fully intimate and free. And you're terrified of that. So well, I, try when not I was running down the street. I, I was running down screaming and yelling. It wasn't a freedom. It wasn't, it didn't feel good. It was, it felt like, like that would be a sign to me of insanity. And so, yeah, I, I think you mistranslated this. I think you mistranslated it because you used your mind to understand it versus your intuition because intuition never expresses anything through fear or worry or doubt at all ever. So this was your mind, not your intuition. I would go back and do it again. And, and, and just embrace the experience, like tell yourself, if you start to feel anxiety, cause that's from your mind, that's not part of your intuition. That's not part of a psychic experience at all. That's your mind. Your, our minds do not want us to be egoless. Our brain wants us to hold on to our, our ego, because if we start to allow ourselves to be multisensory, we're going to become less entangled with our ego the human race will expand exponentially and the ego doesn't want that nor does our mind so you mistranslated it you were in your head i would love for you to go back and let yourself have a completely different experience and be loving to yourself okay yeah. if you want to you never have to do what i say you do whatever you want i understand that marie you've said that many times to me yeah. i do okay i do, I do. <laughs> yeah but that stubbornness is really uh it's, it's interesting to notice that shadow side that is very resistant to what yes. I really want. 
Right. This is true for everyone. Resistance is a sign to go closer, not walk away, get closer. And you're lucky people who are stubborn. It's a, it's a resistance that you can feel. So you have more awareness of a place where you're resisting when you have stubborn energy. So it's actually a blessing. Oh, well, thank you. Okay. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Good luck. Keep me posted. Have a beautiful day. You bet you, Marie. Thank you again. Okay. You. You're welcome. Uh, You're thanks, welcome. Uh, Kathy, for joining us from Arizona. And uh, let's see, we've got a couple more uh, minutes left in the show. We'll take, uh, looks like Michelle, who's calling in from the Maryland area. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. How are you? We're good. We're good. Thank you. Uh, what can I do for you? Well, thank you for taking my call. I mm-hmm. am calling because I've had some pain on my left side. It's like my low back. Um, mm-hmm. I've been to a chiropractor. Um, the x-rays, everything are fine. Yeah, he said fine. I have an, yeah. He said I have an inflamed SI joint. Now, this was a while ago. Um, I've stopped going to the chiropractor. The pain is still there. It, like, goes down like the left your leg yeah so your sciatic nerve is is affected yeah so your sciatic nerve is affected too so lower back pain which is also a stubborn energy for you is when you do too much for other people okay are you married i am and i have two kids you have two what i'm so sorry two kids two kids yeah so did your husband help you at home Yes, he helps a lot. Oh, good. Okay, good. Do you do a lot for him? I guess. I mean, I feel like <laughs> I feel like we're pretty even. Like he okay. cooks, he helps clean. Yeah, um, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, and he should. We're know, he we're, should, we're right? very rare, so I'm. I'm in his... <laughs> this is true. Benny's yeah. very much yeah. like that. He's he's thank a you, great Marie. domestic partner. You, it's true. Um, but it's it's still too much. So. Sometimes we have to stop measuring and we just have to realize that someone in the relationship needs more downtime, needs more relaxation, needs more help. Maybe you guys even need to hire someone. Do you have a housekeeper? We don't. There's no way I'm letting somebody else clean for me. (laughs) Yeah, but I, I think you have to let go of that. You are worn out. You are exhausted. And this lower back pain is from doing too much for others. Your kids are probably too young. I don't know how old they are. How old are they? Um, they are nine and 11. Okay. They're not too young. They should be doing laundry, their own, uh, loading the dishwasher, vacuuming, raking up leaves. How is that going? Um, they do dishes, dishwasher. Um, they'll put their laundry away, but I still, I do their laundry for them. They do vacuum. Okay, good. So that's all really great. I do think you need a housekeeper. Start asking your friends once a month, somebody to come in and, you know, kind of do some deep cleaning. Uh, You are right. You're never going to find anyone as good as you are. You are right. I understand this because I was very much like this for a long, most of my life, (laughs) but all my kids have housekeepers and, you know, so now I have one too, and it's just heaven on earth. So that's what my recommendation is, but you could find in other ways that you could do less. You need to rest more. You need more downtime, no matter what anyone says, you're not getting enough. Okay. So okay. Like working out, I guess I should kind of lay off that. That's going to be hard. Well, let's just not do a lot of stretching in that area, even though that's what they would say is you need to stretch. It's almost like you've overstretched this area. Your ligaments are kind of 
bold is how I feel. And I have to go. Benny's playing, trying to play the music. Yeah. So have a beautiful day. Maybe take some yoga, yin Ooh. yoga. Good thought. And good, learn, good. right? And learn to meditate and have someone help you in a significant way in your housework. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Hope you can join me online for all these classes. The Hoban Schmore coming up energyintuitive.com. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye. Thank you.